You better watch out. You better not cry. Better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Welcome to One Eight Hundred Gold Digger, a podcast made by yours truly, English Gold Digger Nika Liu Chaula. Whether you're a single city gal, a hustling entrepreneur, a struggling artist, a work-from-home mom, an English language student, a recording studio producer, or none of the above, I guarantee you a wild ride when you listen to One Eight Hundred Gold Digger. If you want to hear yourself on my podcast, you can now leave a voicemail by going to Anchor.fm. Forward slash one eight hundred gold digger forward slash message. I may just answer your questions on the show. On the eve of Christmas Eve, I'm here to spread joy and laughter, and I feel compelled to share this heartfelt letter written by Julian Spire, a twelve-year-old girl from Ohio, the United States of America. Sexist comment. My name is Julian Spire. I'm twelve years old, and I would like to inform you of how offended and disappointed I am by the announcer of the Chesterland Fourth of July parade's comment about the Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts. The announcer labeled the Boy Scouts as future leaders of America, and he said the Girl Scouts were just having fun. I found this comment very sexist and patronizing. I would appreciate it if you would help me to let other people know how much this kind of thing happens and how bad it is. I feel it is an insult to both girls and women of all ages. This kind of thing happens way too much, and it is not okay at all. I have always been taught that if you think something is unjust. Change it. So this is how I'm making a change. Thank you for listening to me, and I hope you can help me. Julian Spire, Russell Township. This letter was published on July nineteen, twenty eighteen, in the Geauga County Maple Leaf newspaper. A twelve-year-old girl, well, now fifteen, as we're in year twenty twenty-one. Who schooled an entire newspaper's readership on language that demeans young women, speaking truth to power so eloquently and publicly? I have always been taught that if you think something is unjust, change it. Man, whoever is teaching her, I need her in my life. That's it, Santa. All I want for Christmas is Jennifer Spire, Julian's mom. Come on, she did not grow up without a strong female role model. Dear Santa, even though I'm not exactly your biggest fan, given that the Christmas season and the entire business built around it has really painted you in this sad light. Really, if you think about it, children lining up at the mall to sit on Santa's lap, whispering in his ear to tell him what they want. 
UrbanDictionary.com legitimately has a definition of Santa Claus as a pedophile who comes into homes looking for children from the ages of two to nine to molest. He comes down the chimney, eats the cookies and milk the kids leave out, goes upstairs to molest the children, and then leaves the present, thanking the little ones for their service. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. So be good for goodness' sake. And what you represent as the Caucasian male who works only one day in the entire 365-day year and owns a bunch of elves working around the clock to wrap presents. Um, sweatshop much? And are they really elves, or are they underage children with pointy ears? But it is not your fault. It's just a capitalism marketing strategy that made you and Christmas into this commercial tsunami of monsters. Don't agree with me? It's okay. Your bank account in January says differently, though. Despite what I said about you earlier, Santa, I'm still gonna ask for what I deserve because I know I must be on your nice list. Talk about self-righteousness. All I want for Christmas is for all the children in Africa to have clean water to drink. Who am I kidding? Let's try that again. All I want for Christmas is someone guiding me and shedding light for me. If you listen to the family drama episode, you'd understand I lack family intimacy. I don't know who said the longest distance on earth is when I stand in front of you and you ignore me. Lack of human interaction and community support attributed to my utter independence until I met my ex best friend. Santa, you know the drill, right? Given that you must have seen millions of dysfunctional families out there, but do nothing about it. For a child like me who grew up as the only girl in the family, and instead of being spoiled, I was basically discriminated against because of my gender. And my brothers are Richards to me, and my mom never did anything about it due to her own generational brainwash, gender bias, trauma. So my siblings and I don't have a relationship. So when I met her, my ex best friend, it was fireworks, and I thought of her like the sister I never had. But life happened, and I met my husband. Our last interaction was I called her out for wanting male attention, and what used to be peanut butter and jelly now is Tom and Jerry. Here is the letter I last wrote to her at the end of 2019. Oh God, that feels like a long time ago. Dear Arya, okay, this is a fake name, by the way. Just protecting her identity, like a nice person I am. I just want to let you know that I miss our friendship and hoping that we can talk to resolve what happened. I apologize for hurting your feelings and saying things in a way that did not sit well with you. 
It all happened so fast and over messages at that time. I wish that we could have had a proper chance to talk it out. Anyhow, honestly, I have been thinking about us a lot lately, pretty much every single day. However, I respect that if you and I are no longer in the same place in life to maintain a friendship, I imagine you're doing really well in New York City, and I'm very happy for you. Many things happened on my side, good and bad, and I wish I can share them with you. No matter what, you were once my best friend, and I hold a space for you whenever you want to reconnect. Happy New Year's Eve, and wish you a successful and blissful 2020. A letter within a letter. Inception, anyone? Santa, let me tell you a secret. This entire idea of starting a podcast attributes to me missing her. I used to talk to her so much, just about anything. Boys, life, job, shopping. I'd probably phone her if I had to change a light bulb. We even celebrated her turtle named Ninja turning fourteen together. I genuinely cherished her presence in my life because she was someone I looked up to. I thought she was my Jennifer Spire to my Julian Spire. I've lost count of the time I cried in showers over losing her, but that doesn't matter anymore. It's been more than two years, and Santa, all I want for Christmas is for you to offer someone else for me to look up to. I'm done with the morning, Santa. I've heard of this quote. Stop chasing people. Start chasing your dreams. But help me make it a consistent reality, please. I don't want to doze off and daydream into the distractions. Give me the strength, perseverance, and tenacity to look inward. I am my own Jennifer Spire. But I wouldn't mind if you want to climb down her chimney and put in some good words for me. Don't get me wrong. This is not a cry for help because I'm lonely. This is called manifestation. Since I've chosen a life that I can't stay stagnant, and I'm always going to seek the betterment of myself, like a nice little curly-haired poodle needs to be intellectually challenged. Santa, I don't want any presents. I want a future. Better yet. I am the future. Lastly, Santa, if you find this podcast slightly entertaining, stimulating, or provoking your critical thinking, spread the holiday joy for me because sharing is caring, right? Have all your elves, Rudolph, and all his reindeer friends and their friends to subscribe, follow, rate me on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, so more people can be inspired by me. I'm not an expert, not a life coach or a therapist, just your everyday regular gal who podcasts because she misses her ex best friend. Happy holidays, everyone! This is not an easy process, but I can do it. You can do it too. I sacrificed by sharing my ugly truths with y'all. See, it's not that bad. 
It feels liberating to be authentic. If you made it this far, thank you for listening to another episode of the One Eight Hundred Gold Digger Podcast. This is where I share my life experiences and struggles, so you don't have to. Call me at One Eight Hundred Gold Digger via Anchor on Spotify. That is Anchor FM. Four slash one eight hundred gold digger four slash message. I may just answer your voicemail in the future episodes. Feel free to give me a five star rating on Apple Podcasts so more people like you can find the show. You can also DM me on Instagram at one eight hundred gold digger. Thank you again for listening, and I will talk to you guys. Soon.